listening to 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the 9to5 Entertainment System. Uh, this week there is no garbage time. Um, John was feeling sick and Scott had uh, some other engagements and it just didn't work out that way, but we still managed to put together a regular episode of 9ES and that's the one you're listening to right now. We talk about Egg Day, you know, that day that just passed where there was Easter. Uh, we talk a little bit about Ukraine and what's going on over there. Uh, we talk about Elon Musk and Twitter and maybe how uh, the censorship is good, question mark. Uh, we get into political guesswork. We talk about the Elden Ring legend named Let Me Solo Her, a little bit of video game talk. We Finally, we talk about our flag means death and brand new cherry flavor in terms of what's going on in television. All this and more on I got I caught the cold last week, oh. but man, taking a long weekend off at the cottage, like okay, it's nice that I was up there, but goddamn, does it suck to be sick? This is the first time I'm like really sick, and you know, other than the COVID scare in like two years, you know, <laughs> the cold immunity is gone. Yeah, germs germs see you and they're like fresh meat, and they just yeah. run at you. Uh, there's no Scott today because um, he made family plans and forgot it was podcast day. Like. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Don't know about that. Bad decision making there, Mr. McIver. Or at least bad planning. He could have just told us, you know, hey, I have family thing. Can we do it some other day or whatever weekend thing, Friday thing? Who knows? There's times. Yep. Easter didn't jump. Easter did not surprise us. It was in the calendar for a while. Was uh, it? I don't usually pay attention to these things. My mom tells me, hey, it's time to come up to the cottage, and I do. That's, that's, <laughs> that's my level of planning. <laughs> it's time for Easter. Uh, what a, you know, your very Christian family celebrating the death of it's, Christ. It's like my mom's special holiday. You know, she really <laughs> likes to 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 make the meal, and we we ha- we have like weird. We like do an egg competition. Okay, oh. so people paint eggs. You know, by using like wax. Yeah. And then and then dyeing the egg, and then uh, on the I'm I'm sure that they did this at the Last Supper. This is why it's associated with Easter. Is that uh, you take your egg and then everybody goes around the table and you you have to like smash each other's eggs mm-hmm. and then there's one egg that is like the the victor egg at the end. <laughs> That's it. I don't think we did that at the Last Supper. I feel like I've, I've, I mean, unless it's incredibly apocryphal. <laughs> <laughs> And there were bunnies, right? And they were laying chocolate. That's what 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 that is about. SNL's like cold open uh, this week. Had like one of the actors like dressed up as an Easter bunny, and he's like, he's like, it's me, the Easter bunny. He's like a man-sized bunny with no backstory that we've all accepted. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Yeah, that it's a. It's a weird one. Like, I mean, like, like Santa Claus has like a lot of lore that you can like look up and read. I'm sure Easter Bunny does too, but it's not like, like we don't know like, like where he comes from or whatever. Sure, you know? They're not all just hijacked random grab bag of European paganism. Oh, that, for sure. A hundred percent. Some, some kind of a, 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 like just like a rabbit thing. I'm sure like rabbits give birth like a springtime and whatever else it's, mm-hmm. it's guaranteed. Guaranteed. If you like dig deep enough into Easter, you hit midsummer. Like, <laughs> you know, like somewhere in there. People getting flung off of cliffs. But yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But like, but kids know, like, 
Santa Claus has the elves and Mrs. Claus and lives in North Pole and like has like a lot of like there's a lot of like mythos surrounding mm-hmm. Santa Claus. Easter Bunny, you're like, here he comes with eggs. <laughs> Go get your chocolate eggs, kids. And you're like, but wait, bunnies them? lay eggs? No. <laughs> you're like, why is he bringing them? Did he steal them from someone else? Stop asking questions, kid. Go look. Go look for the eggs. It's a bummer that Scott isn't here because I wanted to find out if he was t- uh, to blame for. Apparently, there was a mini crisis in his household where yeah. they woke up on Sunday morning and uh, Pac-Man realized that she had forgot to hide eggs around, and like Archer was like ready for the Easter egg hunt, and they were oh, like, "Oh no!" I was like, I wanted to know if there was like a stalling while like Scott's like crawling around <laughs> behind or whatever. Why don't we go for a walk first or whatever? That was like a pretty big deal in my house. We would always do that. My parents were like diligent about always leaving a trail of eggs. And like, even as a kid, I don't think I was that excited by it. Like, okay, there's like chocolate lying around the house. Okay. Go on a scavenger hunt for chocolate. Could we go to the store? No. <laughs> you need to look. Because the Easter Bunny came and he had chocolate around the house. Yeah. Uh, like, well, like, is, I mean, I guess, I guess he's like the second like he's like the, he's like the second big holiday mascot, right? I don't think there's other holidays that have like guys like associated with them, mm. right? Like Halloween doesn't have like I mean like uh, St. Patrick's Day doesn't have. You, you don't know. take St. Patrick as the, the yeah, but I mean, but like, but like you're not like Patrick's there he comes St. Patrick. Like you're like there's Philly a leprechaun. Potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> you're like exactly like a generic leprechaun is kind of the mascot of St. Patrick's Day, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, he he is number two, but like, certainly the the dirt mall version of the real mall when it comes to like Santa versus Easter Bunny. Can you imagine what a disaster the ancient world was in Roman times when they had the same number of holidays? You know, just each with their own things, but people were like deadly serious about them. They're yeah. like, no, no, you got to get fucked up on St. Patrick's Day. Otherwise, you will die. St. Patrick will show up and fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, I'm sure. All the, all of, like, I'm sure the, the crazy-ass pagan rituals and whatever were probably bananas. I'm sure. <laughs> like, and you have to do them all. And, and it's not just like even you'll die on the day, but it's like if you did not celebrate correctly and then there's like an ill harvest, you're like, well, we'll lynch you. Yep. You, you didn't yeah, celebrate hard enough. <laughs> you, you didn't party correctly. Your, your costume was too crappy at Halloween. Exactly. And the harvest went bad, and now yeah, you must exactly. die. That, that's why your son died. What? <laughs> An ill spirit came into your house because you did not correctly fend him off as, like, fall became winter. Okay. I guess I guess there's nothing I can do about this. Except for celebrate Halloween better next year. Oh, man. <laughs> Um, so what's going on in the news, John? Anything? Anything? All right, I don't know. What do you? What do you? What are you, are you asking about Ukraine? I mean, I mean, I know a little bit about what's going on in Ukraine. What's going I know. On in Ukraine? I mean, I know that there was uh, Putin made a, a statement like a couple of days ago saying that like they left us no choice or whatever. Like, like, yeah, it, it's it's very difficult to to tell. You know, like how much of what he says is really uh, directed to us, or is it directed to Russians? And it's like a part of the propaganda chain that justifies the military action. Yeah, he's or... he's been pushed. He's like. Do, lashing out in crazy ways, you know, moving troops up to the Finnish border mm-hmm. in response, supposedly in response to Finland and, and Norway saying that they want to join, join NATO. Yeah. Um, but like 
the big picture of the invasion. So I, I, I follow this website. I don't know if I talked about it. Understandingwar.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, I know yeah. They, they talk about like the troop movements and, and everything else yeah. like that. And like, so most recently, what they're saying is that the Russian offensive over Kiev has failed, and that they're mm-hmm. retreating back from that. That the 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 new objective will be to fully conquer Donbass, which is the Luhansk and Donetsk oblasts the the provinces um that that is like kind of within their reach and then i think today or yesterday mariupol was fully uh conquered yeah so there's like some troops that are still there resisting but um they, the the city well that's it well they, they had a in the last day or two whatever they had a surrender deadline that the resistance fighters in mariupol ignored so i mean yeah what, whatever that is. But then wasn't also, like, didn't, like, a big ship just get shot off of Mariupol? Or was that, like, yeah, well, so that's the um, Moskva, I think is yeah. what it is, which was, like, the, the main ship in the Black Sea fleet. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also really symbolic for some reason that I don't don't totally get. But it's, like, a huge deal that that thing went down. Yeah, yeah, I read yeah. um, that they used... They're not sure what weapons they used to shoot them down, but Ukraine mm-hmm. had apparently been developing surface-to-surface missiles that could could have done it from like 50 or 100 kilometers away and apparently the british and americans have surface to surface missiles with a range of like 300 kilometers yeah and so well, that, could, that was what i read yeah. is that they were potentially nato missiles that hit them right yeah. like that yeah. that they may not have actually been like ukrainian army missiles that did this whole did the this thing. whole conflict you know I, I i don't i'm not i wouldn't intend to disparage the fine military technologists of ukraine in any way but when you read about them using like all kinds of drone warfare uh, at night yeah i read a big thing how they were like blowing up tanks in the middle of the night the russians would like get out to camp and cook their dinner and mm-hmm. whatever and then drones would show up and drop yeah. bombs on the on the the tanks that were that were parked mm-hmm. i don't know is that all is that all ukrainian stuff or is is that the u.s secretly slipping them weapons on the side? i mean i think I, mean, I think it's a little bit of a and a little bit of b probably like i was watching uh who's that comedian russell brand yeah russell russell brand was doing a like like trying to untangle a little bit of like some of the the stories that are like coming out and yeah. stuff and he was like and he's like let me like preface with this with he's like russia's wrong putin is bad like he's like there, there's no defending what they did however there are explanations what they did and like there's like a lot of evidence pointing to the fact that like ukraine was like quite a bit above their like on paper military grade like of what they were developing what kind of weapons they were developing like they were if if not like nuclear like like getting nuclear adjacent like in a lot of different ways in like at least in like research facilities and stuff where they like did they develop anything no but like there's a really crazy um interview that you can find with uh, i forget it i forget which one it's it's one of the one of the the the, the big senators like ted cruz comes to mind but it might not be ted cruz mm-hmm. is like questioning uh one of the like ukrainian foreign relations like the, the american official and she sort of like starts talking about like the weaponry that they might have and they sort of realize that that's like not at all in the like in the okay media discourse of what's going on right now and they're like right but like to say that they would be like outpowered by russia would be like like they would definitely be outpowered by russia and she's like oh yeah yeah yeah, definitely like whatever we're talking about they're outgunned by russia but like it's like like you could kind of see that it was like a baited question to be like oh yeah they were basically defenseless but then she like goes off on this like weird tangent about the weapon weaponry that is being developed in Ukraine <laughs> and they're like what <laughs> and then he like gives her the out and she's like oh yeah def- definitely like they are 
they're absolutely outgunned by Russia is like like the, the quick fix on the answer. But like, yeah, you see the it guys... really feels Russia's getting humiliated militarily in this yeah. whole thing. And people are, you know, like how much of a, this Russia was the, the like this, I don't want to say straw man, but was like the arch villain of the U.S. And now Ukraine is smacking them around in in a. You know, and Ukraine has the economy that's like of Spain, you know, it's like 35th or 60th yeah. or something in the world. How does that, how does that all make sense? How does the U.S. continue to justify their expenditures on military when their arch villain is like. I mean, the arch villain is China. Like, let's be real. Like, it's just. Yeah, you know. I guess maybe that's, that's fair. <laughs> I think it's that's like the, changed. Yeah, exactly. That, I feel that has changed. And I think that like, like this time around, like if you compare the actions of like Russia with like the actions of the USSR, mm-hmm. uh, I mean. Like the USSR had access to basically all of the funds of Russia, which is like no longer and 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 it's dominated like regions, right? So I don't think they can like pull money and like foist money the way that they used to be able to, because like oligarchs are going to be like, I'll give you like a couple million, but not like a billion dollars if you need it. You know, like yeah, like I feel that that Russian mobsters are not as free with the money as you know, like full USSR Iron Curtain. Russia was where they just you like, have to wonder what what is the how, how do they justify continuing this you know I, I, I part of understanding where we're saying like they they had planned you know they didn't have enough supplies for all of the tanks that they sent around Kiev so yeah. when the attack failed guys started starving and it went horrible like how yeah. do you how do you like get that far and then go okay no 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 we're gonna keep going at this I mean and, that, and I think that's that's the other I think part of the story too that's coming out is that like Nobody can even give Putin, like, the bad news, you know? So it's yeah. like, does he even know it's going as badly as it's going? Or does he think that's propaganda? Like, you're like, I how think much in of- the last week, they, they either recalled or fired 150 intelligence agents that were, that like, the whole Ukrainian division of their intelligence service, the FSB, got, yeah. got ousted. You have well, to wonder, you- were they just feeding bullshit back to him? Like, did you hear the, the, the weird Russian news clip where it was like, a Russian news anchor was like explaining that. So they were showing footage of people like kind of like wrapping up like like dummies or whatever to look like corpses, while then saying that like oh they were obviously crisis actors. You can see some of the body like they, they were like, like you could see some of the bodies are still breathing, and if they were killed, they were killed by Ukraine like before we got there to make us look bad. <laughs> John Oliver was like. You, he's like the rule of lying is keep it simple. He's like you added like you added too many. They can't be crisis actors, and also Ukraine killed them. It's like a kid in high school being like, "You haven't met my girl, like my girlfriend. She's from Canada, and she's an alien. And also, you can't come meet her because I'm you from the future." You're like, you just you just stop when you say the girlfriend's in Canada. Just say it was crisis actors, and then stop talking. Like whatever lie you're gonna go with, don't just like. Add other possible lies because now you really don't look like a newscaster, even though you don't really look like a newscaster anymore anyway. But just like stringing together like possible explanations for how the bodies got there. Yeah, what feels what feels to me like the the only positive thing you can take out of this is that it it, it hasn't worked well enough that I have trouble imagining this turning into a, a more global conflict, you know? It's like Germany and Russia, when they invaded Poland at the start of World War II, like it was like late 1939, they just cut the country in two and did it in like two weeks or whatever. Yeah, exactly. This is is like day 54 and seems to be a bit of a shit show. 
Like, and like I said, a lot of, not say a lot of people are getting out, but like, like 11 million people have been displaced or whatever else. And like, that's fucking crazy. Which is nuts. Like that's third quarter of the population of Canada. Yeah, that's it. But wait, which is about, I think the population of Ukraine is, it was like in like 30 something million also. So it's like, I thought it was like bigger, 70 million. Anyway. Yeah. Either way, still a shit ton of people displaced, but it's like, it's kind of, not to say it's good, but. You know, like people are getting out, you know, which is like I guess kind of a, at least a nice, a nice. Yeah, you're thing. right. Forty million. Yeah, yeah that's what I was saying. I was thirty-five or forty million. So yeah, for a quarter of the population has been displaced. Like, that's crazy. Absolutely bonkers. And um, and I guess <laughs> I was like, this is a bad segue, but I mean, I guess like the only way to get like the, the real news is to follow Elon Musk's Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> So what is this? He was like, I, I'm going to go to the board and become a shareholder. And then he was like, no, wait, I want to buy it flat out. Yeah. $43 billion. That's that's right. <clears throat> and and then like to make it like a true uh, place of free speech or whatever. Like he had problems with the censorship of Twitter. Yep. Because he was like, Twitter is not enough of a cesspool. Let's- well... I don't, I, yeah, I'm not really sure what what his his claim like what his what he was going to do to change Twitter. Twitter is certainly a mess. But, well, but he had been. I mean, I, I mean, not to say I don't know what he, he he would do to change it, other than just like, I guess remove the like report tweet because he had a couple of things that got removed, and I feel which is probably like whether whether obviously will not be to say that publicly, but like maybe like spurred this whole. I'm just going to buy Twitter, but like there were, in the in the pandemic, he had a couple of like fake pandemic facts that got flagged and removed. Uh, So like, I think when you remove the richest man in the world's ability to use his platform, he says, I want to buy this platform, whether, whether he would admit that that is part of his, I mean, his part of his argument is that the board is, is not functioning well. And Mm -hmm. in a sense, it's true, right. Out of all of the like elite tech companies, right? Twitter was there at the beginning or not at the beginning, but like, it's like old and it, it has not had the revenue and it has not been increasing its reach in the way that say Facebook or Google or Amazon or any of those other guys have. Yeah. And yet it, it's still like of paramount importance to like a particular class of people, you know, like publicists and, and, sure. media and, and celebrities. And, and also I find like niches, yeah. Like, like, like I listen to like a lot of hockey podcasts or whatever. And it's like, like every, like every game, like it, it's, it's, is like a mini like Twitter explosion of like, mm-hmm. like all the fans are just watching on tweet, every trade and whatever. It's like, like that weird, like instant, even if it's not real news, it's sport news, but like that weird, like instant news stuff breaks on Twitter. Totally. Way totally. faster before than it breaks into a news outlet or whatever have you like. If a person with an authority says a thing, it's news. Bang! Like it's it's there. So 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 financially, he's actually kind of right. And I do believe that they are actually below IPO price. I think they might have it might have been forty eight dollars a share. I might be making that up, but but I I'm pretty sure they're below IPO. And so he's actually kind of like right that they that they haven't done well. And Jack Dorsey, who was the uh, founder, left for a while and then came back to try and get things going again. And I think he's leaving again or has already left again, he has said also that, that like the, the dysfunction in Twitter is that it's bored. Mm-hmm. And um, there's like a lot of things he wanted to change, but wasn't able to get done. You know, uh, 
is Elon Musk really the best guy to be running Twitter? <laughs> Who knows? You know, it, it, it doesn't mean that he's going to run it, you know, just if he buys it. It's like um, Jeff Bezos owns the, the Washington Post, but apparently he doesn't do anything with it. He just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless he has to. Unless he has to. <laughs> you wanna, yeah. in, unless he wants to fuck up some... Uh, uh, well, actually, right now, he's not doing anything with it. He's just partying and, and probably banging lots of hookers. Going to space and whatnot. Going to space. <laughs> Uh, I, one of the one of the best things I heard about like the, uh, the the Twitter buying bid or whatever is they were like they were like reminder they were like Yahoo bought Tumblr for like one point one billion dollars and then when Yahoo's like assets sold off to like Verizon it was like valued at like under three hundred million they were like if we cost Yahoo seven hundred million dollars think about how much money we could cost Elon Musk I was thinking that the other week man what has Yahoo done that is like successful in the last 20 years. I remember when they were a search engine. I don't think they're anything anymore, right? Like they, no. what, what, like, yeah, like Verizon just, I think. Yahoo them. News is still a kind of a thing. I see Yahoo News posts every now and again. Yeah. And apparently Yahoo Finance is really, really good. When I was doing stock trades, I would go to Yahoo Finance and get, get it was like the best up-to-date free hmm. stock ticker. Yeah, they, but like, they, 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 you know what happened? Like they could have been Google. They could have been Google. Right, like like they were like the search engine with also yep. the news with like finances stuff. There was like the, the game platform. Everybody had their emails. I remember I used to play fantasy sports on mm-hmm. Yahoo. Like Yahoo Fantasy was a pretty like a free like sports thing, and because it like logged in with your email, it was all there right on like if you went to yahoo.com, you'd be like, oh yeah, I have fantasy sports trades. Even the name, I bet you anything, the name Google was inspired by Yahoo as a kind of like whimsical, fun yeah. kind of thing. Super weird, but yeah, no, yeah. yeah. What, I, don't, I was like, does Yahoo even exist, or was it just completely bought by? Y- the Actually, not sure. Yahoo, Yahoo, Yahoo. Founded nineteen ninety four. I have no idea. I know, I know, they sold off a lot of crap. Yeah. So the revenue, they're still making a billion dollars a year, though. So they're doing what? I mean, just everybody's old <laughs> emails account. Uh. So yeah, no, it's still still ten percent of it was sold by Verizon. Ninety. Okay. So yeah, operated by the namesake Yahoo. Ninety percent, which is controlled by investment funds, managed by Apollo Global Management, and ten percent, which is Verizon. Fascinating. Yep. What the hell, Yahoo? I mean, they they were. I think they were like. I think it was like they were like the first like big like stuff on the internet's free. Kind of thing, like where, like, do you know what I mean? Like where he's like, you go to Yahoo. Like, yeah, my first free email was 100% Yahoo. Hmm. Like, I got Hotmail. Yeah, Hotmail yeah. was a, probably around the same time, but I think like yeah. we understood that like Microsoft was footing the bill for that. Like, yeah, but yeah, you know, know. What I mean? like, like there was like there was the notion that like micro, like not to say that like rightly or wrongly, but there was like the notion at least in the 90s that you're like, yeah, Microsoft has a free email service. You're like Yahoo. You're like, I don't know what Yahoo does. It's just free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a new, it's like a news site and like you know a search engine, and I also have my email there and whatever else. Like there was like no like Yahoo word processor or whatever that like made sense in your head that it was already a mega corporation. The way Microsoft yeah. already was like, yeah, we also have a free email. So, yep, no know. idea. But yeah, no, I think oh, man. And then what? What is what? Truth Social. How does that tie into it? Trump's what? stupid social media platform? No. Uh, all, everything he does is a grift. What's It's all a big, Naturally. dirty scam. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I, I, he's not really a thing, right? Is he actually running 2024? Yeah, I'm sure he must be. He'd be stupid not to. You just, I don't know about that. Well, because he would make money. I'm saying, like, 
Like I'm not saying he'd win. Yeah, but the Republican Party is their their brand is going to be damaged from for for fucking forty years off of this. Yeah, but I mean, but or that's the new brand, right? <sighs> like that's 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 the wild thing I think is that the like that's the new like you have what's your face and like the gun toting. Marjorie crazy. Taylor Greene. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, who's the other one? There's two of them. Something Ted Cinema or whatever, but he's like Cinema's te- technically a Democrat, but just like stops all of the fucking bills anyway. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, no, it was like Trump was in the news, uh, recently for endorsing for, I don't know if it's the governor or the Senate or whatever, whatever, whatever races are happening. It's like the primaries are happening right now. I want to say mm-hmm. Senate American politics, but endorsing Dr. Oz. God damn. <laughs> power of scumbaggery meets <laughs> power yeah. of sleaze. Yeah, I heard about that on on John Oliver uh, this morning, which was also great because they were like, apparently they had offices and whatever, like because like it's just the studio space, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, we were like across from him, so he's like, so we, you know, put a giant like crocodile in our offices, giving the finger. It could have been directed at anybody, and they just like show like the offices, like a big inflatable thing, and they were just sort of like, as more and more of his like stuff comes to light, though, and it's like, and he's actually had to um, like stop producing all of his dr oz bullshit um because he's running for government so he's like like full focusing full-time there he's like he's like nobody's been in there for a little while but he's like i'm sure there's like some personal effects or whatever so like we've updated our little like our, our crocodile guy and like now the crocodile is like holding a sign and it says i'm sorry you lost your job but he really seemed like he was the worst <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh man what a dumb dumb world we live in where a TV doctor is going to try to run. So we, who are you talking about? Reagan was it? Was it? Yeah, no, so did we talk about that in the email thread? As we were like, we're, we're like, when did this all start? And I think it was Reagan. I'm like, when did Republicans stop being like, uh, like where it started to be like a little crazy? Like, it, I think it had to be Reagan because like we were saying like like we, we we were talking about this. I was like, I think Nixon was like corrupt as all hell, but was still like a proper politician and also had you know the shame to like resign when this scandal came out. Let's also not forget that the whole Watergate scandal, right. was over seven minutes of deleted tape. Yeah. Right. That, that was Watergate, right. It was seven minutes. I think I, yeah. I might be wrong about that number, but it was like very small. And meanwhile, Trump has disappeared for like eight hours or whatever during the, uh, the yeah, it insurgency. Was, exactly. It was like a teeny tiny cover up and the president lied. And that yeah. means you lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's what happens when you're president. Yeah. And, and Nixon also did like, after. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. But Nixon at least like stepped down or whatever. But then I was like, and I think it went, you, you go, what did it, cause it went Reagan, Bush, Bush, Trump yep. as like Republican leadership. And I was like, and or I think presidency. Bush, yeah. Well, yeah. Republican presidency, I should say. And I think like, yeah, like Bush senior, like may have also been a politician, that guy or whatever. And then Bush Jr. was a fiasco. He was in charge of the CIA for many years. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like, I think he he was there. So maybe Bush Sr. was not necessarily like, but it was like inept people. I'm saying. I don't think they need to be regarded as inept. I think the, the, like the system at one point did more or less serve people. Yeah. And then it stopped and it started more or less serving only the oligarchs. And that's where it, where it is at now. And it, that's and yes, you can start that whole path at Reagan. You can yeah. look at the the diver the divergence of like you know the output of well, the American economics was like 
Reagan, Reaganomics was I'm going to like wreck the economy and make the rich richer, basically, on the assumption that if the rich are richer, they'll give you a little bit more money. Right. And that's not how that really worked out. But um, that's how the train has gone. And the Democrats have done nothing to, to really change any of that. Yeah. Right. Clinton oh, had sure. all kinds of things that he did. NAFTA, man, the amount of money that was taken away from from ordinary people as a result of NAFTA, we feel that in Canada terribly as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take that. Um, also, and this is, I guess, in, in the political spectrum, I don't really have much to say about it, but it's kind of funny, but, um, what's his name? Alex Jones filed for bankruptcy. Hold on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta oh. do the other, the other side of that Twitter oh. thing. Oh. So there, there's, there's like a big discussion. We didn't, we didn't touch on it at all. His, his um, Musk's, Musk is very much like everybody should go, go, go on the free speech train. Yes. I, I got into a pretty big disagreement with my dad over where that that exactly lies. Like, tip, like if, if you just asked me, I would say, you know, any form of censorship is generally bad. Right. It's very dangerous to, to say you want to control what people are allowed to say because you yeah. end up with, with, it, with, you know, who controls the people who are allowed to do that. If, you're, if you don't have a public view on the censorship process, then you have no accountability for it and it's going to be used to take advantage of people. Yeah. He countered by saying that, well, we do control a lot of what people consume. For example, pornography. There are some types of mm-hmm. pornography that we are, are absolutely unacceptable and some types that are not. Mm-hmm. There are like movies. You say that there are some things that are over 18 only or whatever. You know, there, yeah. there's like some regulations. Substances. We regulate yeah. a lot of substances. And and it might be important to start considering that as well for information. I think that's not crazy. Like it's, that's... When you put it that way, it's not totally crazy. But my gut feels like it's like you're on this road to 1984 where uh, you're not allowed to think. Yeah, the, I mean, and, and I think that's like the like, 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 like steer the ship even a little badly and you end up <laughs> in like in 1984. But... But I, I always think about um, just like we, like we had that conversation in the email thread a little bit about like ADHD and like our brains are absolutely not equipped to handle the volume of information that they get. And I was like, yeah. and like now if you add that volume of information and like some of it is bad or some of it is damaging or some of it is like well, outright I mean? harmful. And outright. it's fair to say like outright lethal some of the forms of misinformation. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So you're like in, in the way, like in, in lots of ways where you're like a doctor will be like, Hey, like <laughs> lay off the cholesterol or whatever, you know, like there, there's a, like there's that road of like, no, you're damaging your brain through exposure to flat earth friggin' Facebook groups or whatever else where you're like, and, and that's, and I, I, I was also watching this thing on, um, like Sarah had watched it, like the the confession tapes, mm-hmm. whatever on like Netflix, which just is obviously, I think well well trod, treaded area of how the police dig up false confessions. I watched that; it was an excellent, yeah. excellent yeah. set of shows, and yeah. and and messed up though, right? And it's like, but if you're like, yeah, like you can wear down a human brain into admitting doing something that it didn't do. I was like. I think there's like a tiny version, like a, a version of that happens in social media where if like the right level of bombardment with the right like tone and the right delivery will change the way you're thinking and uh, you might be screwed. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're like, it's possible. Like I said, there, I don't there know. There is no doubt to that whatsoever. 
Yeah, and and that is that the, the like ability to sway people's minds is a science that is being honed right now by artificial intelligences. I, people say all the time, like, "Who gives a shit about that?" You know, what what we're advertising on Facebook is not bad. Who gives a shit if they're going to sell me better shoes? It's like not about the shoes. It's about understanding understanding you enough that is going to get you pissed off enough to go and vote Trump and feel like that's a rebellious maneuver as opposed to participating yeah. in democracy. Or the other one I always talk about is Brexit. You know, they yeah. they they used artificial intelligence advertising targeted to to people, and it only worked because they had the information that they that they needed to be able to train these things. Speaking about on that topic and about our friend John Oliver, did he just did something about uh, anonymity and whatever? Like uh, I, I heard that he tracked people in Congress, got personal information about them in the porn sites they were visiting to, and he's trying to blackmail them into passing yes. privacy legislation. What Correct. a goddamn fucking hero! It's so funny. He was just sort of yeah. like, "Well, we ran this very specific ad in this very specific area, and now we've tied it against like these like IPs and whatever else like that." We're not saying it's a hundred percent a congressman. But some of them are. Yep. <laughs> you know, just really, and what am I going to do? Wave around a manila envelope marked like Congress's dirty secrets? <laughs> why would I do that? Or like, it's like, why would I do that when I already have? Like, Magnificent. Yeah, that, that was his, that was the, uh, the, 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 the ribbon on the cake of like just going through all of it. And he was basically saying, he's like, until Congress is scared of it, they're, they're never going to change that. Because he was like, what was his example? Uh... It was some. It was a certain. It was another like landmark privacy, um, like ruling made in like the seventy or eighties that like literally came about because like one of like Congress's information. Oh yeah, I know what it was. It was you're not allowed to sell the VHS tape rental history. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. It's legal to do that because it happened to one guy who was renting movies. Yeah, exactly. That's it. They were just sort of like, so here's what your congressman rented. And that was just like being sold by like Blockbuster or whatever the hell it was. So so what they're going to do is pass legislation like they have in Great Britain, where it's illegal to track anybody who is a sitting member of the House of Lords, but not illegal to track anybody who is yeah. um, a regular citizen. I mean, at the very least, it's like, I'm not, not to say something, but like, like I always like, I find the, the all those European sites with the cookies things. Yes, there's like a gazillion things that are still tracking you, but it was like. That EU thing did make a bit of a difference. Like, I think it's like cutting from like hundreds to dozens, maybe. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, they're trying, and yeah. it, that's important too. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, you got to take little baby steps. So, starting to figure out how to how to get all that because, like, yeah, like they're saying, they're like the the weird little like buckets of people that they put into where you're like, oh yeah, like this is a person who is uh, depressed, recently divorced, out of a job, and now you're like. And you're like, and that's kind of okay when those ads are, you know, better help. But when they're like gambling sites. Are, are you talking about the, the Google's Floki? Or he talks about a couple of them, but like, it's okay. just like, like these weird little like envelopes of data that you get filled with. And then you only have the advertising ID, but they're like, they're so specific where. The like, thing that, so it, it's a dirty scam that I, um, what you're talking about. So you get it, it was it was an idea by Google to try and bypass all of the tracking yeah. and say we're gonna we're gonna like associate people into these buckets and whatever. Yeah. The thing is though that your your user ID was gonna change bucket once every couple of days, so that mm -hmm. like supposedly to preserve your anonymity. But if you are on a website and you notice the same person comes back in a different bucket, in a different bucket, in a di different bucket, you can use that information to de-anonymize 
randomize them yeah. using other pieces of information. And it was it like the process over a couple of weeks would have been trivial. And so everybody would have been de-anonymized and you would have also had a list yeah. of all the well, interests. But, but no, 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 no. These were like advertising buckets where they're going to say like, yeah. this person is a single person, whatever. Like this wasn't like the anonymous bucket, but they were like, but then you had a anonymous ID, but they were like, but then you can match that against something else. So like they had like yeah. a news reporter or whatever who was just like, hey, ma'am, are you pregnant? She's like, yes. How do you know that? They're like, we bought it. Yep. <laughs> and you're just like, what? You know, like there's I mean, like I know you, you there's a website or whatever. I don't even know if it's still running, but you could like you could point the website at your Reddit like usage. And it would mm-hmm. just be like, here's what we know about you. You know, and it's hmm. like it's not not that difficult to be like you live in Montreal, your favorite sports team is this, this and yes. like like this is just what you're up to. Like it's like just by what and like that's like the very most basic <laughs> of data things but you're like yeah you multiply that by like the five or six different usernames you have and you get a real complete picture mm-hmm. of what that person is and like they were saying you know like a a sad depressed person recently divorced or whatever else getting advertised you know psychi- like psychological psychological help or whatever is maybe not the worst application getting advertised you know gambling sites and you're like, and it's, it, they don't care who they sell it to. You're like, just like right there. Like if you can, if you can figure out why that's shitty, you can figure out how this whole system could be like grossly manipulated to being like, oh yeah. Like, or just like, I was like, they were saying they're like, what was it? Someone like near death cancer patients or whatever was like one of the like actual like advertising buckets. I'm like, who needs to advertise to them? And like, what a messed up freaking, like whatever, whoever bought that, like, sales packet is just you're just predatory <laughs> you know like what what other advertising do you want for near the, the death whole thing is predatory and awful yeah i don't there's no yeah yeah, yeah did you watch anything Ten anything fun break. happening but yeah uh before we talk about tv shows i did mention alex jones yeah alex jones yeah. filed for bankruptcy it's like it's not it's barely a news story it's just like you know something something to make you feel good about your day for for basically getting taken to the financial woodshed for saying that like Sandy Hook was a hoax. Yeah, I'm pretty curious about that. I th- I understood that he made hundreds of millions of dollars off of the website and the brand. I yes. could be fake, but you know, how does that money just disappear? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, I mean, living life lavishly, I'm sure, can eat it up. Anyway, so yeah, that, that's your feel-good news story of the year was that Alex Jones is bankrupt. hopefully going to jail or bankrupt or whatever. Uh, and also, before I talk about movies and TV shows, mm-hmm. um, uh, I guess the, a, lo- a, a folklore figure that popped into my feed. Okay. Uh, a, uh, the, the legend of a man in underwear with a pot on Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me solo her. Let me solo her, which which has all kinds of implications, <laughs> like which means well, no, 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 not not no, 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 not not, and even the implications you're thinking of, you perverted listener. I was just saying that it, it's as people said, they're like this wasn't his main account. He had to cre- he so he had to do another Elden Ring run with that name. They're like he probably didn't start. Oh, I don't think so. I think you can change your name in this version. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone when it, well, in the explanation I was reading, someone was like, you may have to have done the whole thing. Uh, so things I learned reading about the legend of Let Me Solo Her yeah. was that in general and from software, if you see someone running around in their underwear, that person is a badass. I mean, you're, it's kind of you're 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 making a statement when you're choosing not to wear any kind of armor. 
Yeah. Well, and and well, they're like for and but it gives you. It's not just a flex of I'm not going to get hit. It's also you. They have you have the fastest dodge yeah. time. Yeah. So like so there it, it is a it's a it's a it's a double statement which is like if you're not wearing armor I think in any game in from software with most bosses hit you will kill you in a shot or or like like or or very near yeah. yeah and but at the same time I guess the trade off is if you are a huge badass player you do gain a little bit of like roll speed or whatever it's, it's a couple of frames it's not a lot yeah exactly and, and and that's what we say it's not like you're like oh I'm slow like wearing like it, it's you gain a couple of frames which I mean if you if you watch enough summoning salt, that, that you're like, whoa, a couple frames makes a big difference. Yep. 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 If you're the, these guys at this level, and then uh, Mad- Madeline, Madeline, uh, Madeline, that's going to come back to me as you as you keep going. It certainly appears Melania. to be written like Melania. Mad- Melania. Yeah. Yes, is is the hardest or just one of the hardest? Um, probably the hardest. You might have like depending on your build, you might have different things that are that are different bosses that are like more challenging to you. But this is like one of the the very very end bosses. She's optional, and her deal is she jumps around swinging her katana super fast, and when she hits you, whether you're blocking or not, she heals a little bit of health, and she has like a combo super attack that she does fairly regularly in in both of the phases of the fight that she hits like. 30 times in five seconds. So you, you pretty much like, so she would, she'd go like 50% to full. If you like, not quite it 50% whatever, to full, like, but like if you if you just stand there blocking it, she heals a shitload, you know, 15 right. or 20% of her life, you know, depending. And, um, and this is a boss that has a ton of life anyway. So it's, it's right. very challenging and you can lose control of the fight. And now she's back up to 75% life. And, and, and if I'm understand this also, uh, there's like a co-op kind of thing going on where like often there'll be a bunch of people kind of running around. Well, in every, in every Dark Souls game, you have uh, like a, this weird hybrid uh, multiplayer. Co-op slash invasion. Yeah, that, that like from software <laughs> basically invented where you, you put a little sign down on the ground when you want to be summoned into somebody else's world. And then in their world, mm-hmm. they see your sign, they click on it, and then you launch into their world. So a lot of the time mm-hmm. on a hard boss or like an end area boss like Melania, you know, it's pretty normal to summon one or two people to to come along with you and fight fight the boss. Right. So, and and then this is so now there's a guy who his chosen avatars in his underwear, which is a pot on his head. Yeah. And if you were to summon, let me solo her. And there's like all kinds of like streamers and stuff who've seen this happen. Is you you summon this guy, and then this a naked dude with a pot on his head. Named Let Me Solo Her appears. And solos and the boss. To, and then you just get to sit back and watch him solo the hardest box in the game. Yeah, so he has all of her timings down perfectly. He dodges, mm-hmm. rolls every attack. Every time that he has a chance to go in and do damage to her, he punishes her. It's uh, mm-hmm. and, he, and he fights with two katanas that are enchanted exactly for the stuff that she's weak against. So mm-hmm. he's like, he's not just doing it through brute force. There's some smarts involved with this as well. That mm-hmm. like 30 hit combo thing that I described, I probably, I beat her and, and I did it alone and I probably, um, I probably died to that every time she did it on me. I think in the run mm-hmm. that, that I actually beat her, she did it only one time and I just barely survived it and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. So the timing on it is very, very difficult and he does it perfectly every time that, that she does it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. So yeah, it's basically a a folklore hero in the world of Elden Ring. So so not just Elden Ring. I mean, Dark Souls in particular, it has like the reputation of being super crazy hard. It yeah. obviously attracts people wanting to flex. This guy's character is a mega flex. There's a video, I don't know if I posted it up, of a guy who did all five Souls games 
without dying at level one it, as as a marathon and it took like 16 hours or whatever and the guy the guy did each of the games individually at level one as a marathon and then eventually he did them all five in the row as a marathon the fucking dedication and and but how do you how do you not level like you just never you just s- never spend like, any souls okay and you're never dying anyway so like whatever yeah i think it even might have been a no hit run too I could be wrong about that, but I'm I'm virtually certain. No hits, never leveling up. You just go through the whole fucking game. And he he like had a couple of runs where he died on the fifth game. You know, like like twenty hours into the fucking the yeah. run. That's so stupid. I mean, you know, some people juggle geese. Everybody's got got yeah, that thing. Yeah, no, I know? mean, I get it. And then again, like we I br- briefly shouted out summoning salt. Like I've watched the. The summoning salt stuff with these speedrunners and whatever, like those videos are great, man. Summoning salt yeah. is good content. Yep, he's a, he's a star. Did you see his a uh, super punch at one? Yeah, yep. Like, and again, like the where basically the the world record gets locked up on like the super super punch out because you're like you're never gonna get there's there's, an, there's a random element and then if, but if you get the perfect random element, you're in yeah. right because like that that's the whole because summoning salt himself has the has the world record on uh, OG punch. Cool. Yep. Right. Yes. And, and that's the thing is he was like, it's the, it's a maximum speed run. Like there's no, there's no more frames to get. Cause there's like a couple of random things. Yep. And if you get the, and he has the fastest time with the best one. So he's like, unless some glitch or exploit or whatever else like that happens. Cause he's like, they're like, and even then it, it's, I think that glitchless is, part of the categorization there's a lot of different categorizations yeah. in in speed run whether you are or aren't allowed to use them but he says he's like yeah he's like everybody else gets just gets to tie tie my record like i set the record and now there's been like 10 or 15 people since who have tied my record that's pretty awesome it is, yep. it is the fastest but he was first which is completely stupid but it does it does tie in i find it super funny that uh like thinking about like just like punch out or any video games or whatever that even let me solo her uh, says like to listen to the audio cues mm-hmm. more than the visual cues, and I was like, man, that's like that's been like true of like video games since like the NES, where you're like the sound cues are often the thing to go on. <laughs> like I, I watch a lot of those speed runs for you know like they they do awesome games done quick marathons where they raise money for charity and they they put all the videos yeah. up online. The um there's like you know like the guy is there, there's a huge auditorium full of people cheering him on, and he's like, hold on, everybody shut up, I got to listen to the sound cue for this this next trick, yeah. you know, and then he does it, and, and it's like cling cling yep. cling cling. Well, I mean, it's the same. The the, the I th- I think something else did it. It's the world record of blindfold punch yeah. out. Those videos <laughs> are great. Like, yeah, exactly. That's it. But you're just listening to like, and like you're like, no, which like sound cue is each move? So you still see these guys like dodging almost perfectly, and you're like, what? It's these crazy players who've memorized each and every sound cue and what it correlates with. Love it. I also saw someone, a video, uh, this is like a while ago, someone, a blind person who played all of, I want to say, Ocarina of Time just based on the sound cues. Wow. Uh, and, and apparently it's like one of the few games that you could. It's, it's a lot of like hugging the wall, but also like Navi makes like a little noise when you get close to a ledge. Yeah. So like he can like actually... I saw a guy do it around. blindfolded, but he obviously had like passed out, you know, how to get through the game. Yeah, yeah no, no, like, and, and, and apparently this actual blind person, like, like took like he said like hundreds of hours. Like he's like this is like 
he's like absolutely just like a really long time yeah. and he's like i like like music and the sounds and whatever <laughs> else like that and it's like just kind of going through and i was like i wonder what like what does zelda look like in his like in his mind's eye like what what does that game even appear to be because he's just doing like this weird like audio interpretation of like moving around in it yes. right hmm. which is uh really funny which also reminds me of that story that i just heard uh someone like there was a deaf person in the uk or whatever who was like who was telling telling the story of it he's like you're like, you're like be me be deaf and whatever and he was like i found like very young age i really got into um like music but he's like obviously the way you get into music is you're just listening to the bass like i'm not listening mm -hmm. to the entire song and he's like my my you know like my mom would like put my hands on the on bass speaker we bought like cool bass speakers at home really really got into music kind of like danced like really could like enjoy the beats and stuff He's like so much so that we ended up like my mom and got like a custom sound system and speaker so she could like like big subwoofers in the back sure. where we could go driving around and like crank the subwoofer so my my deaf kid can like rock out rock out and he's like so my mom <laughs> comes in and he's like goes into the store or whatever and i'm just like oh whatever i'll just like turn the radio on and like crank it up and just like like listen to it and he's like man he's like this crazy beat comes on it's like dropping and it's like changing up and i'm like this is cool this must be like metal or something but he's like it's really is like really into it he's like i must have been like maybe like 13 14 years old so like feeling like this is really really badass he's like crank it up even louder and he's like and someone comes up to me like looking at me like really really crazy and he's like i think i was like oh it must be because i'm listening to the music so loud and he's like no 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 i'm deaf and he kind of like half signs the like i'm deaf but like even if you don't speak sign language like don't don't worry yeah. about it and he's like but he's still looking at me like really weird and another woman comes up and is looking really weird and he's like okay like, whatever you've never seen a deaf person before <laughs> whatever and then his mom comes out and just starts like bursting out laughing and then like says something to the people they all laugh and then like kind of like like just like disperse and whatever and then she he gets in and he's like what's so funny he's like you're listening to talk radio <laughs> <laughs> you're just like blasting talk radio on one of the super and expensive, i'm sure like, like bobbing his head like there's a beat going on yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and that's it i mean like those huge subwoofers are gonna like boom, like they're gonna boom off of everything yep. so it's just like you just listen to npr or whatever and this kid's like yeah it's <laughs> just like listening to the news or something i was like that's great what a fun story uh yeah so let me solo her it was a pretty big deal i mean and i guess like also like broke out at least in of the like broke out of the elden ring world into like all the way gaming news like it, it hit my like gaming feeds gaming, yep. gaming feeds and stuff like that it was like like explaining explaining let me solo her and why it's cool there's all fan art and stuff like yeah <clears throat> you know they're they're they they did something with the character Solare. I don't know if you remember him. He's like the knight character with like the green kind of epaulets, kind yeah, of. And he's like he's like chest and he puts the like arms up in a in a in a V kind of shape, and then says like uh, all kinds of lines about being luminously incandescent and whatever. Praise yeah, the sun, yeah. that guy. So the, he he like. I don't know. He had like a good enough story in the game and he had enough character that everybody liked him, kind of talked about him. I don't know that Frums ever like managed to capture the magic of Solare in any of the future games. And like there's characters that obviously are like the Solare attempt in that particular game and they never, yeah. never really quite landed as well as he did. So I think probably if From players are kind of thirsting for another, another character, another hero, another hero like that. And, and maybe Naked Potman is it. I mean, I, I guess, and I, it's like it's. I find it somewhat better when it's not by design. Yeah, you know, like like when it's just like, and and also, and like you said, the 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 from software games have that unique 
like invasion slash summon help like thing where you're like you're like maybe you know like you know like from like one adventurer to the other like and maybe if you're lucky you'll meet him do you know what do you know what a fight club is have you ever heard of that is that where they just go and they fight each other? Well, in the front so in, in because you, when you fight, when you invade somebody, you you have to fight the person that you're invading, and then the invader gets yeah. gets points. And then when you are summoned to someone else's world, you have to help them. And if they succeed, yeah. then you get points or whatever. So yeah, you there, there's kind of like rules about that. But fight clubs are like you you can use particular items that will allow people who have been summoned into your game to fight each other. Right. And then what would happen is that people want to do dueling rather than actually invading and messing with people. And, like, the, you know, the quality of combat that you're going to face when you're fa- facing down, like, somebody who just wants to kill the next dragon and move on to the next area is very different than when you're fi- facing people who are actually PvP. You know, like, right. like you spec yourself specifically for it. You have level breakpoints. You know, like, you, you do everything you can to get the best out of your, out of your character. So fight clubs can yeah, be yeah, really, yeah. really freaking fun because you're always fa- facing people who, like, really know what they're doing. Anyway, there's like the, the way, but but like if you're if you're invading somebody and you're always going to kill the person that you invaded, then that world ends and you go back to your world and there's loading screens right. and it's kind of shitty. So sometimes people would set it up where they like invade, they allow people to invade them and then they summon people to defend them and then you, you make it so everybody can fight everybody and then you'll have four people in your world at the same time, but then they all know they're supposed to take turns. And the person who's running yeah. the fight club usually dresses themselves up in some like silly outfit and then like runs around yeah. and dances and just like makes himself makes it obvious <laughs> that he's not the target and that the, the fight club can yeah. go on. It, yeah, because you can't actually message each other. I think that's one thing that if, if yeah. we, we haven't really mentioned, but if, if like you don't like suddenly like get into the group chat or whatever, mm-hmm. like this is really just it's now just like a character that appears, but is actually a there player. is a wide and range of like gestures this. though that are like built into yeah, the game, and it's like very rare in that type of game that you would actually want to use. The, you know, your emotes or whatever, but it's, it's all your communication in, in those games happens through emotes. Mm-hmm. That seems fun. It really is. Those games are, are yeah. those games are very, very like compelling to me. Just absolutely did nothing to, to draw me in. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> with that. You know, it's, it's really long. There's a lot of depth to it. You, you can, I don't know. There's a lot to explore in them. Give Elden Ring a go. I mean, you have a PS4. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I mean, like I said, I did, I tried, I, I want to say I tried Demon Souls, I tried Dark Souls, Bloodborne? and I tried. I really thought I thought Bloodborne was going to be the one. Yeah, and and I did like ten, fifteen hours of Bloodborne, yeah. which I mean, I, feel, I know I know it's still like beginning, but I was like, I feel that like I still had like, if it, if you didn't have your hooks in me at like fifteen hours, I don't know if you're gonna, yeah, yeah. like, and I, I mean, I, and I I I really the, the the thing that I chalk it up to is all of them, and I and I've I don't know if they've tightened it up, but like all of them, just like the feel a little floaty hmm. like character like things don't seem to have the right weight like your character or the enemies and it just weirdly i don't know it like just like prevents me from like getting immersed i find that really like, strange I, because the thing that they're known for is that the, the precision of their the hitboxes i'm not saying movement. unprecise yeah it didn't feel and like i guess like i i understood like the controls it's just that like my brain didn't like mesh hmm. like in the right way. Like like my, my counterpoint to that was like, like the new God of war game or whatever, where I was like, everybody seemed to have the right amount of like weight to them somehow. And I know that's a very weird thing to say about a video game. Well, but no, it like, I, I, It's just weird to say that about God of war. Like that's the main criticism for them is just, you, you just kind of like swing your I mean, weapons no, the new and one. do whatever. The new one. The new one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The new one is quite a bit. Did you ever do the new one? 
Shit. Especially as a, as a new dad, the whole thing's about daddom. Hmm. You're a dad. About that. It's 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 actually really like it, it's one of the one of the huge charms of that game is that you have uh, they they take the page out of I think it was like Bioshock Infinite mm-hmm. actually that was the first game to correctly be like you can have someone running around who's just invincible. Mm-hmm. It's okay. They're around for story. They can't die. You're not protecting them. This is not an escort mission. Yeah. Like cuz escort missions were a thing for a while and they were always the worst. And the first game I really remember like doing it right was like you had like Elizabeth or whatever in BioShock Infinite and she like ran around and was just like immune to bullet fire and like the animations like she convincingly would like take cover or whatever, yeah. you know, like and that was it. Uh so in God of War, the like the PlayStation 4 one, you're a dad to this guy can't remember his name because i remember his real name but i won't say his real name because it's a spoiler Uh, is it kratos i mean no you're kratos yeah yeah but the kid the kid's name Ah, i can't remember his stupid name i just remember who he actually is damn it uh anyway um and you're the there's a couple of little commands like you he has a little bow and arrow but he just sort of like skirts around and you don't really need to like worry about Mm. him like and but you can kind of like tell him like now and he shoots a couple arrows and gives you a little bit of like uh like support that way. But one of the like one of the really big charms it's a very good game in general, but one of the like the big charms of it is that like whenever you're like traveling around, either if you're fast traveling and you're going through the weird little like cloud area or you're like rowing your little boat, like Kratos like tells him like stories of like Greek and Norse mythology, like as a dad to a child hmm. and it's just sort of like and the the, the kids like asking questions. Yeah, but what about this? And like, what about that? And he's like, well, blah, blah, blah. And he's like very Kratos about all of it. And you're just like, it's like a delight to just watch, like, especially if you played all the games, like watch the like humanization of Kratos, who was just like a killing machine yep. in the, the previous ones with really like no tie to anything. I like, thought his him, wife like, and kid died. Wasn't that like his, his backstory? Yeah. 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 So the, 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 the backstory here is that he, um, he left Greece and went to like where where were the Norse from? Germania, Germanica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, but what was like? I was like Norway now, but like, what was it in ancient world? I don't know. The Nordic lands. Sure. The Goths. <laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. That's it. And just and just went off there to like just live like a regular life. Huh. And just and like, let me guess. Just hold like, on. Spoiler alert. Doesn't work out. He ends up killing a whole lot of gods. Well, no, because like I guess like gods talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody talks, and it's like, uh, and specifically his wife, I think, was also like a Norse witch or something <laughs> like that. So, but like, but they had both like they're just like like the opening scene is like you going like wood chopping with your kid. That's so charming. <laughs> You're just like, and it's just like regular. You just like living out there and all that, and like. And Balder shows up, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yo, I know who you are." And he's like, "You get the hell away from my house!" <laughs> like, and then like it just like, and when the stupid gods never gonna learn, <laughs> why why are you gonna meddle with Kratos? Like, it's not gonna go well. And yeah, like that first fight with Balder is just when you talk about like, wait, like it's like yeah, they're both like it's very cool because you're both like dude size, mm-hmm. but it like it feels like a. It feels like he- like like heavier than like an, a Marvel action movie, like where it's like you get like, like picked up and just like run through a mountain, you know, and you're just like, holy crap! And like it seems to be right, and like you're like wa- like blasting through a combo, and he's like into a tree, and you're like smashing him into the tree again and again, and is it like splinters and like 
drunk and like next tree, you know, like yeah, the God of War games were really good about that. They always had a yeah. good feel to them. Yeah, that's it. If you have like really like the 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 new one is, I think it's like ten bucks at this point. Like, really, really should pick mm-hmm. it up. And and also there'll be a bit of a certainly not, I think, a from itch to scratch. But there's like the twelve Valkyries and the Valkyrie Queen, which are optional bosses, mm-hmm. and they're like they're all pretty big mess you up bosses. Like in terms of like, I actually when I when I did the Valkyrie Queen. And again, you sort of have to like perfectly spec your gear and stuff to even have a chance. Like some of them are so-so, but like Valkyrie Queen is up there with like a Nightmare Grim mm-hmm. and uh, Hollow Knight kind of deal where you're like, it's, it's got to be perfect. Like Sarah was actually helpful. <laughs> like not not to say that that's like unusual for Sarah, but it was like, like there's stuff, there's so much information being like thrown in on the screen or whatever and like various counters mm-hmm. where I was just like, I'm like, if you, if tell me you like, I forget it was like purple or green or whatever else because I was like purple was like a certain type of attack and green was like a certain poison or whatever and I was like normally you have time to like absorb that information that's happening on the far side of the thing but if you like take your eyes off of her like pattern to like catch what type of damage you just right. ate like you'll screw up the pattern so I would be like you're poisoned I'm like on it <laughs> like, because like to look away from her would be like to open myself up and get hit so yeah that was like a again and again very cool. fun I would Heavily recommend it, and like I said, I'm sure it's. I can't imagine it being like more expensive than thirty bucks at this point. But I mean, I know it's on sale. I'm pretty sure I got it for like ten yeah. on a sale at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, movies, TV. TV I ain't watched anything. I read The Martian. Oh, from the, the the book. Yeah. And? It uh, was like written for a teen audience. I think it was like the oh. simplest book that I've read in a very long time. I haven't read anything <laughs> in so long, and um, it was exactly like the movie. You didn't you didn't miss nothing if you saw the movie. There yes, you go. That doesn't sound really that great. I'm watching. Uh, I have one episode left of Our Flags Mean mm-hmm. Death, which is um, a not not a Taika Waititi project. But, like, he definitely directs certain episodes, and he definitely acts in most of it. Uh, so it's the a, a, a fictionalized comedy based on the tr- real-world friendship of Steed Bonnet and Blackbeard. Huh. <laughs> so, Is it done, like, uh, Reese funny? Darby plays Steed Bonnet. Okay. It's very yeah. funny. <laughs> like, Reese Darby plays Steed Bonnet. Taika Waititi plays Blackbeard. Uh, the host of uh, other characters, uh, like, Leslie Jones plays... Uh, Spanish Jackie, uh, what's his name? Will Arnett plays Calico Jack. Like, all these, all these golden age of pirate nonsense, and and it's just like it is. Like I, I read, like I knew the Steed Bonnet uh, story, right? <laughs> Which is the dumbest story in like history. Go, go, uh, Reader's Digest. Uh, so he was like, he was like a middle nobleman who like inherited like a good chunk of land in Barbados and then was like, had an arranged marriage with like a 16 year old when he was like 20, which was like, it's the 1700s. That's how it rolls. So not yeah. a thing. Had like two kids and then was like, I'd rather be a pirate. And then just built himself a ship because he was like rich enough. It was not a stolen ship the way most pirates were, but like built himself the revenge and was like, I'm doing pirating now. <laughs> and like, apparently wasn't like immediately terrible or like that bad. Cause I mean like a ship with guns, like you just like most of pirating was like, show up to an unexpected, unsuspecting ship, maybe fire a cannon or two. And they give you all their stuff. stuff yeah. Yeah, because they don't feel like sinking and dying because they're in the middle of the yep. ocean. So it was like the show obviously like really makes it even more pathetic. Like at one point they like steal like a plant from a fisherman and they're like, we're doing pirates. <laughs> like 
<laughs> but like, uh, and yeah, and then also what happened? So before Blackbeard got the Queen's Anne, Queen Anne's Revenge, he had uh, he served under what's his name, Captain Hornigold. Mm-hmm. I want to say so, there, but there was a period of time where he was not Hornigold's first mate, and he was not captain of Queen Anne's Revenge, but was already like a superstar pirate. And it's like unclear in history how it came to be, but like Steed Bonnet got like stabbed real bad mm-hmm. by the Spanish and was like kind of dying, and then Blackbeard was just like hung out with him and like nursed him back to life and kind of captained the ship with him like while he was there. There's and there's a lot of like supposition that they may have been lovers. <laughs> And whatever else, which is, you know, I mean, get what you can out on the open seas, boys. <laughs> but yeah, so like apparently like kind of like nursed him back to life and they kind of like co-captained it for a little bit. So it was like a whole stretch where Gentleman Pirate, Steed Bonnet and Blackbeard were just on the same boat. And then Blackbeard finally ended up getting Queen, Anne, Queen Anne's Revenge and then like left. And then, uh, I mean, the, that's the show is really focusing on the like when they were together on the boat. Mm-hmm. And like just just hanging out and being friends and Blackbeard being like, and there's a lot of like the the show briefly touches on it. There's a lot of like supposition on whether or not they were lovers. They were like, what did Blackbeard get out of this? Right. And a lot of the like common wisdom is he was kind of trying to plan pirate retirement, where he was like, I can probably screw off to China and just act like a wealthy nobleman, but I need to know how to act like a nobleman. So he was like learning the. Yeah. So he was like, he was like, there's only one guy who's going to teach me. And it's this idiot who like gave up the nobility to pretend to be a pirate. (laughs) So like, apparently that's like, was the, 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 how their relationship was forged, which kind of makes sense. Right. If you're like, like, what else are you going to do? If you're like a pirate, you're like only as rich as you are kind of on your boat. You can't spend your money anywhere because you're like, you kill on wanted everywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So apparently, like, though he never obviously actually got to retire, but like, apparently that was possibly the 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 agreement that like Steed Bonnet got to just have Blackbeard. What's like, the show like, on? Because like the it's on Crave and HBO. Yeah, yeah, that's it. So like, that's kind of the the and obviously they just play up that relationship to like hilarious effect because like very 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 much in the same tone of the, like what we do in the shadows and, and all that stuff. Just like people who are supposed to be badass is actually being like a little bit like stupid and, and silly. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun. We're just, yeah, we're, I think we have one episode left to, uh, to wrap up the season, hmm. but, uh, but yeah, flash. I was a like, flush. oh, and eh, a, I would say yeah. like a, a solid day. It does. I will say that like, the shows it's about like two or three episodes before Blackbeard like shows up. Like he's alluded to and spoken about whatever, but like they kind of have to get to show Steed's like badness a little bit before like Blackbeard shows up and starts to like write the mm-hmm. shit. Right. So, but like the, like the two or three episodes without Blackbeard are a little, you're like, can I watch a whole show of this? But then Blackbeard shows up and it like really finds it's like comedic pace and like, between the two of them and like there's so many scenes that like i'm i'm sure they're improv just like having watched what we do in the yeah, shadows and yeah. all that like there's a whole and there's like an entire scene where he was just sort of like, like like blackbird's like maybe i don't want to be a pirate anymore maybe i'm gonna open up a restaurant <laughs> whatever and like darby's like oh could i could i get a table at that restaurant he's like i don't know is the restaurant busy <laughs> and he's like it's a monday night he's like pretty busy on a monday i think yeah. <laughs> and he's like they're just like going in there like playing off and he was just sort of like wait a second. He's like, what if someone doesn't want a gift shop? And what if someone doesn't? He's like, well, if no, someone doesn't want that gift shop and you could look across the restaurant and you would see someone who was just completely enraptured by all of your tales of piracy and he's willing to spend all the money he has at the gift shop. He's like, who's that someone? He's like, it's me, Blackbeard. 
it's me. And he's like, you can have that table. <laughs> like, it's just like such a long, like, sequence about nothing. Right, right. And just, you know, delightful Kiwis just talking it out. Uh, yeah, heavy recommendation there. Uh, on Netflix, other recommendation, I had two episodes in, uh, brand new cherry flavor. Uh, I skipped it. <laughs> you skipped it? it? I, well, I don't know. I didn't look at any of the episodes. How, you, so do you recommend? know the premise or know, no. the, know the take? Yeah, heavy recommend. Yeah. It's right up your alley. Um, so it's like set in the 90s in Los Angeles and like a movie uh, director, writer, auteur named Lisa Nova uh, is trying to get like her movie picked up and like a Hollywood scumbag uh, actor kind of like a sort of takes her for a ride, gets her to sign a shitty contract and also kind of uh, first like sexually advances her and then like physically chokes her out when he, she rejects the advances. Mm-hmm. So there's a weird, like, creepy cat witch lady played by Catherine Keener, mm-hmm. who, it's like, so you're watching this first, like, the first episode, you're just sort of like, it's really just, like, seems like it's a weird, like, 90s drama or whatever. And then, like, at the end of the first episode, she decides to go to him because he was, she was like, if anyone does you wrong, like, come to me mm-hmm. and I'll, like, fix it. And then she, like, walks to this weird thing and there's, like, these weird tattoo people just kind of, like, hanging out. And then she does like a spell or something and the girl just like starts like sweating profusely and then like vomits a newborn kitten. Uh-huh. And you're like, <laughs> and then like credits. Like that's literally you're watching like a nineties, like, Oh, this is just like a, a drama about Hollywood or whatever. And that's like the last like five seconds of the first episode. You're like, okay, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. And then like, and then the second episode, like, doesn't really walk it back from there. The second episode is like, this is where people can vomit kittens. Let's go. <laughs> and like the second episode just is almost batshit for like the full hour. <laughs> like, you're like it really, uh, I was, I was wondering, I was like, does the show walk it back now and just like, do like a, Oh, that was just a weird thing. Was it a dream? And they're like, no, 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 this is part of it. Cool. And, but okay. Yeah, so it it's works like, though. It's not like yeah. it works. And, and like, I think a big part of the reason that it works is that, the like somehow they really capture like the 90s aesthetic and stuff like it really feels and looks the way like vampire the masquerade did in my head <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know like it, it it has like a familiar vibe i think to anyone who was into like world of Darkness white wolf stuff, stuff in the right? 90s yeah, yeah yeah that's it it's like vi- like like while there's like nothing it's not werewolves or vampires or whatever else but like that like 90s aesthetic is like completely like in everything that they're doing so hmm. i like well, yeah, it check I, it out. I was i was that, wrong that, to that, avoid that. um the last recommendation which was uh, cowboy bebop cowboy yeah bebop. that was great yeah i think you'd like brand, brand new yeah. flavor a lot also i mean i think i mentioned it last time archive 81 also and i think they're both limited series too so hmm. they're like i like like just i think archive 88 is like eight episodes and cherry brand new cherry flavor might be like six cool. so which is, you know, nice to be able to, like, put a bow on something. Well, they did good. What was the one with, um, uh, it was like, they, they were going to get drugs to relieve their depression, and they ended up going into, like, like visions. It was with Jonah Hill, I think, and... Um, oh, yeah. so uh, fucking good. Sicko? Or psycho, psycho, yeah. Or... Mm, yeah. Maybe not. No, not, not Psycho. Maniac. Maniac. Maniac? Yeah, it was Maniac. Hang on. It was Maniac. definitely Maniac. Maniac. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Maniac was really, Fuck it, really it was good. so good. So anyway, they still have the power to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, so we, I know that we didn't talk about it in the show. We talked about it in an email. Like, new Stranger Things. 
I don't yeah, know. You know, it has enough enough like good vibes rolling. I think it's more good than bad. Like it's basically like like I know like I think Pat was kind of poo pooing it a lot. Like he was like it really dropped off. I was like it definitely did drop off. Yeah. From the first season, I was like I think that's like undeniable. I feel the third season was better than the second season because like the third season was where at least like they did so much they've done so much work like making fun characters the third season was where they put the cast like in a blender and you got those weird team ups yeah, yeah. <laughs> right so it was like you got to see characters interact because i just don't want to see those four characters like, like the always... big picture is they're just rehashing monster of the week shows up or like monster of the season shows up and then they they you know scramble against it it doesn't feel like they're doing new interesting stuff with the characters well a little a little yeah. bit but but a little bit. I mean, just think like they, they, they've gotten into the Russian stuff. Like the Russians are also trying to do it. And yeah. They, they think like the, the re, like the real big bad being, you know, men of science, I think is obviously the play here. Yeah. Uh, uh, however, based on the trailer of season it's gonna four, it's going to be a lich, but it also, I mean, which I think is kind of interesting because at least what, from what we know of the lore, People do kind of get like lost in the un- like the upside down. They're not necessarily like dead, mm-hmm. right? Like so, like we've seen like weird like ghostly versions of of what's her face Barb and like whatever else. Like it's, like people have seen visions of them in the upside down. So it is it's potential. Like potentially, this is a super powerful upside down person who's like a formerly a dude yeah, who got lost right? in there. I mean, and because uh, he's he's like speaking in language, right? Like in the trailer, like that seems to be the bad guy is like running the whole thing yeah. which i was like at least that that seems to be at least a way to give it some agency yeah. of like there's a guy who has a plan that he can you know that, enunciate that, that the as, characters as can interact like, with in a way that isn't just getting killed yeah. as opposed to just like a sky tentacle monster yeah. or whatever like you know like as as bad as it might be they're like no there's a guy who seems to have an agenda <laughs> you know and like may have been wrong might have been a scientist i don't know anyway i'll watch yeah. it i guess is what i'm saying I think this was the nine to five entertainment Bye. system. I guess uh, are are we doing a garbage time or are you? I'm Dunzo. You're Dunzo. There's no garbage time this week. Maybe I'll post a, something from the a archives. Apology. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, I'll, I'll post like a. I think I think last time we did no garbage time, I just posted like one of our old episodes. Oh, that's good. Like, hey, the Bizarre one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might have been Bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, I think actually, I think we, I might have re-upped our review of Naked Weapon. Yeah, remember? I was like, because I listened back to it a while ago. I was like, boy, a we're all very drunk, yeah. and boy, that movie was yep. dumb. <laughs> it was the one-two punch. Oh, I didn't even talk about the fact that I saw Jack White. I saw Jack White on yeah, Saturday. It was good. Okay. Yeah, it was real good. I mean, like weird to say, but like predictably good mm-hmm. like you know like you're like you're like yeah a lot of jack white songs are real good and he's like a pretty good performer and like watching him play those songs is real he seems good. like a real professional musician like right. yeah it, it's but it's a little bit like i don't necessarily have a connection with his music as much as i would the foo fighters but it's like a little bit like the foo mm-hmm. fighters where you're like i'm expecting a great show and i got one <laughs> you know like it's but like there's like very little to say yeah. on that but the one thing that i did want to talk about and i guess we'll close it on mm-hmm. this uh, no one answered my question in the email thread. And I believe it is like a, a definitely a front runner. Is Seven Nation Army the most recognizable song written in the last 25 years? I think it is. I think you can play it in almost any part of the world. They're like, doom, 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 and everybody knows that Shit song. Shit is catchy as like, hell. 
Shit is catchy it's as hell. It also transcended into like football anthems yep. and stuff and like sporting events. I was like, it might be. I think I might have thing. to meditate, but I don't know if I would come up with anything more. Like certainly not in the last 25 years. Yeah. Like, and I was like, and then I think it, I think it gets at least into the conversation of it. Like maybe not all time, but like, it easily, I think, makes like a top fifty of all time. Think, think of like, like there's a lot of stuff we like, will rock you. When I think of like other other like yeah, yeah, band exactly. tracks that that yeah. exactly Queens, we will rock you. I'm sure like a good number of Beatles stuff could kind of like help and whatever. Yeah. Like like there's like there's a lot of stuff there. I mean like and then if you go like if you want to go like spread if you want to spread the, the the wings far like you're like obviously there's like Happy Birthday right. <laughs> Right. And, and like which is i think happy birthday is probably like reigning defending champion or most recognizable <laughs> song of all time and like oh to joy has got to be up there and stuff like you know mm. beethoven's ninth yeah. <laughs> just and a variety of christmas songs i'm sure but i think that definitely seven nation army in terms of like the last quarter of a century is probably the most recognizable song like you play like two or three notes, and I think that like I don't know. It might, it might. It depends on where it went in China. You know, like, and that's right. That 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 was my yeah. take. Is I think they know it in China. Yeah. Like that's, you know. So I was in that's... Tanzania, and mm-hmm. one of the porters asked if I knew Celine Dion because I was from Quebec. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Yes, yes. good old Celine." We have before. we have beers on the terrace. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 it might be a song that, that we don't fucking care anything for, but Celine Dion's fucking guy, guy gargantuan, you know. And for a uh, random yeah. guy in Tanzania to know, know her, and I'm sure that guy knew Seven Nation Army though. Yeah, you're probably like, right. Yeah, I was like, I really, it's up there. I was like, like my 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 cousin's husband was like, is this the most recognizable song of 25 years? I was like, probably. Oh shit, it might be. Anyway, this is an idea. That was garbage time. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those. Or you could just you know, send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you could get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9to5.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.